Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Manchester United versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Yes, um, first of all, I'd like to apologise for not doing a podcast for the Atletico game. Um, external circumstances kind of took it out of my hands. Well, mainly work-related as to why I couldn't do uh, the podcast for the Atletico game. as I, w- I wasn't able to watch the game in its entirety. But um, I can provide quick highlights on what happened. Um, so yeah, Liverpool started off great. Salah individual greatness once again dribbling past a couple of players has a shot. Slight deflection goes in one 0 Then Kator another worldy volley beats Oblak two 0 and then um, we capitulate defensively. Uh, I don't know, just a moment of madness where we just switch off and then. One of the goals you could suspect it suspectly say it was offside. Second goal, Griezmann got again. Then it was two two. Then um, try to remember what happened after that. Oh yeah, second half from what I saw, it was kind of an even game, and then Griezmann again had a moment of madness this time. Headbots, headbots. I mean, goes for a high foot challenge on Firmino, takes him out. Referee blows for red card. Um, and then... Uh, yes, and then there was another moment where Jota wins a penalty for Liverpool. Salah takes it, scores. And then five minutes later, it almost looked like Atletico got a penalty. But it turned out that it was a dive from the Atletico player after the referee reviewed it on VAR. And we come away with a 3-2 win. Um... Yes, so that little continental rivalry between Atletico and us seems to be brewing as uh, Simeone didn't want to shake Klopp's hand, just ran off like a coward, forgetting that he has to come to Anfield again in two weeks. So anyway, good luck to him. But yeah, Liverpool are carrying on with that momentum of winning another game away from home, getting at least three goals or more a Again, this type of this Liverpool team frightening at the minute. And uh, Manchester United, their last game was against Atalanta in the Champions League. They were two goals down at half time, and then um, by some sort of miracle, they came back and won 3 2. Um, but Paul Scholes said it after the game you cannot play like that and think you can get away with it. Let play exactly like that against Liverpool and see what happens. That was his words. Was Paul Scholes right? Well, I'm about to get into that game. So, um, Manchester United versus Liverpool. Two contrasting seasons. Liverpool, still unbeaten in all competitions. Um, thriving in the Premier League. Obviously, Chelsea Man City won the games yesterday. So, Liverpool were sitting third before kickoff commenced. Manchester United came off the back of a 4-2 defeat in their last Premier League game to Leicester. And the next run of games for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is looking frightening. So if he's quote-unquote looking to save his job, he has to get results against Liverpool, against uh, Tottenham, against Manchester City before the next international break. Um, Did he even get the result today? We'll get into that as well. We'll get into that as well. Um... In terms of, uh, so yeah, momentum just on our side. 
Uh, obviously, Liverpool were the known favourites to win this game. Um, and there will be Man United fans that would also be rooting for Ole to get out of here anytime sooner. Um, but they'd also want to not lose to your arch rival. So, United were in some sort of conundrum. If they managed to beat Liverpool, that's great. You got the one up on Liverpool, but Ole will stay in his job. If he if he loses, then Ole will come under more scrutiny for that job. Um, so that was on the line for Man United, their fans, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in general. Um, and then yeah, let's get into the game. Let's get into the game by starting off with the lineup. So, in goal, Allison, left back, Robertson, centre back. Van Dijk, Konati, right back, Trent Alexander-Arnold, midfield three, um, Naby Keita, Henderson, James Milner, up front, Salah, Firmino, Diogo Jota. Yes, so, noticeable changes for once, surprising changes when I saw this, no Matip, Konati comes in, um, I could understand why the the what the thought process was behind this. Um, you could say Konati probably had a good training session, impressive, maybe a little bit tactical, knowing Rashford has incredible pace, um, Greenwood very good acceleration, um, so maybe Konati was the thought process behind that one. Not that Konati's done anything wrong in his Liverpool career so far. It was just a little bit random seeing that, whoa, a different CB pairing. But knowing he's with Van Dyke, it puts you at ease. It makes you relaxed. And why wouldn't it make you relaxed? Um, so, yeah, a chance for Konati to show what he can do against top four position. And, why, and away from home, most importantly. Um... Another noticeable change, no Fabinho again, but this time um, after he celebrated his 20th birthday yesterday, um, we were told he has a knee problem, so don't know how severe this knee problem is, how it occurred or whatever, he just has a knee problem, um, which meant that we start Keita, the same midfield that started against Atletico, um, and then yeah, Mane rests for Jota. And that was a little one, one was a little bit controversial because Mane was, Mane's Premier League form has been great and he knows how to find the back of the net. But obviously, you know, Jota has scored at Old Trafford before the last game where we won 4 2. Jota was a goal scorer in that game. Um, and obviously, Firmino started come off a, coming off a hat trick. Salah, best player in the world at the minute. You're not gonna obviously you obviously want them both starting. Uh so yeah. And and in the build up to this game, um Sky Sports interviewed Mohamed Salah. Talking talking about how great his form is, what his contract situation is like. Salah basically declaring I wanna stay at Liverpool to the end of my career, but it's not in my hands. It's in the club's hands, it's in the owner's hands to give me what I want. And and they should give him what he wants. 
Because this form, you've not seen... This is more frightening than 17-18 Salah. But, um, yeah, it's up to FSG to to decide what they want to do with Mohamed Salah. Um, hopefully, common sense will obviously prevail. Um, and then they interviewed, they interviewed Ronaldo and he's like, why did, they asked him, why did you come back to United to help the team? Win to help them win again, and then um, a mentioning of trophies here and there, but uh, yeah, the Ronaldo interview was like uh, my mentality. This is why I've been the top of the game for so long. When he was asked questions about, oh, why not? Why do you not press as much? Blah blah blah. He answered them quite well. So it's like the two contrasting interviews is like. One of the greatest players ever played the game versus one of the greatest, one of the best Premier League player in form right now, the best player in the league right now, the face of the league right now, the most marketable player. Okay, no, actually, you say Ronaldo is probably more marketable just based on longevity, but um, just in terms of current form and everything else, it leans towards Mohamed Salah. But yeah, the two of the best players right now. Um, Facing off and yeah, um, in terms of who was on the bench, Curtis Jones managed to reclaim his spot. Um, Chamberlain on the bench. You've had Matip on the bench, Marnie on the bench. So it was quite a strong bench, but the lineup was worrying. But anyways, we'll get into what we saw. So yeah, the first half starts now, and goodness me, goodness me, wow, wow, wow. Where do I begin? Um, within the first five minutes, Liverpool show intent and intensity immediately. Immediately, which bamboozled Man United. Robertson passing the ball to Henderson. Henderson passing the ball to Salah. Salah passing the ball to Keita. Keita, who's in on goal. One-on-one with De Gea. Slots it bottom corner. 1-0 Liverpool, five minutes in, another goal for Cater. 2-2, two two. sensational start from Liverpool. Mo Old Chatford, not stunned, but like, uh-oh, we could be in trouble here, kind of stunned. Um, and then after that, it was like Man United were having some sort of half moments. Rashford had the shot outside the box. Uh, just wide. Luke Shaw had a shot, just wide, but it was all half chances, and it was like Man United were really struggling to break Liverpool down just to create some actual clear cut chances. Then the second chance came. Um, once again, Liverpool build up play, looking sweet. Robertson looks up, tries to. Uh, well, he's dribbling with the ball just past the halfway line. Notices. Salah's in the box. No, Salah's running in like a forward line towards two, towards the two United centre backs, and then uh, you got Cato and Trent overlapping, running. Um, Robertson does that diagonal kind of ball, trying to find Salah, but um, Matonahe and Maguire almost clash bodies and come together. Um, which creates a mistake. Cater notices the mistake, passes the ball to Trent. Trent looks up, he squares it to Diogo Jota. Jota 
Easy tap in for him. 2-0 Liverpool, 12 minutes in. And I'm just thinking here, wow. Man United looking like they're on some self-sabotage right now. I don't know what's going on with them, but they whatever tactics employed for today, it is clearly not working because Liverpool just hit them with this ultra-attacking full velocity. We hit them with the rock and roll 17-18 footy that... Um, should have, that we should have displayed that time we played Man United even in seventeen eighteen, but we were a little, a little bit more conservative. Whereas this time, Klopp knew, let's go for the throw early. Let's go for the dagger early. Let's end this game early because we saw how vulnerable they were against Atalanta in the first half, where they were just all over the place and Atalanta were two 0 up, and Klopp would have seen that and identified. The easiest of weaknesses. And it was the easiest of weaknesses because for all of Liverpool's build-up play was happening on the far right-hand side, Luke Shaw's side. That, and that's where um, less tracking back was happening from Man United. Um, they were just more casual in that area and they, just, they didn't look like they didn't know what to do anytime Liverpool had uh, spells of possession in that area. And Luke Shaw looked like he was blowing out of breath of the 20 minutes. They they were just like bamboozled, uh, and then after that two 0 period, Liverpool were just in control, just winning headers, winning second balls, um, just dictating play at Old Trafford. Then we had their players stunned, literally had their players stunned. Um, and this, Man United did have some small counter attacking moments, but. They never amounted to anything because Van Dyke would clean up or Canati would shield the ball quite well and the half-assed attack amounts to nothing. And Canati really implemented his game early and maybe the confidence of having Van Dyke by his side um, just assured him, if anything, and just made him more comfortable. Um, yeah, so after that 2-0 period... Um, we wanted more blood and we got it. I'd say about, when did this happen? I'd say this was about uh, 30 minutes in, 30 minutes roughly. Lovely Liverpool build-up play. Again, ball comes in from the wide area. We square it into the box. Salah, all he has to do is tap it in and it's 3-0 Liverpool. Practically game over after... Half an hour, half an hour, you'd say. And you've never seen Man United look so bamboozled, so out of depth. Ole, Ole looking confused and angry and sad. Man United fans leaving after half an hour, after half an hour. It was pure elation in the away end. Like how we hit Man United hard was just sensational. And the fun did not stop there. Um, right at the end of the first half, we get another. Mohamed Salah picks up the ball, slots it past the Gea, um bottom corner. Was it? I think it was bottom corner this time. I actually can't remember the build-up play because it was just... so. The whole first half was predominantly Liverpool. I admit, I admit this game was... the, the, the foot, How we got the fourth goal was a blur to me. I generally can't remember how we got it. I remember Salah scoring. So Salah officially breaking Didier Drogba's record 
106 Premier League goals. Wow. 106 Premier League goals. He has broken Drogba's record. And he's not even 30 yet. He is the highest scoring African in the Premier League history. 106 Premier League goals in your fifth season. That means you're averaging roughly 20 goals a season. And Salah is already on 10 at the minute. 10 in the Premier League. That was his 10th in October. In October, he's bagged 10 goals. Um, and at halftime was the loudest booze at Old Trafford I have ever, ever, ever heard in history. Ever heard. Because they knew... They first... United fans knew it was game over, obviously. Uh, Man United looked dejected. There was also a moment right at the end of the first half. Um, oh, yeah. I have to talk about some couple moments that happened. Um, James Milner had an injury. It might have been hamstring. I'm not quite sure what it was. Oh, he pulled either a hamstring or calf. Not quite sure. Curtis Jones came on. Um, Curtis Jones really done well in just keeping the ball ticking. And he he did not look like he was lacking match sharpness. If anything, he looked like he looked sharper. Uh, even after not playing any eleven side football for like two weeks, um, yeah, there was a moment where Curtis Jones wins the ball from Ronaldo. He fouls. Um, he fouled Ronaldo. Fouls Curtis Jones. Then he kind of kicks at him twice with the ball. And then Van Dyke approaches Ronaldo, pushes Ronaldo away. Canati pushes Fernandez away. There's a little bit of commotion, but Ronaldo walks away. Fernandez walks away. They realize Canati and Van Dyke are six foot four and five. You're not going to bully them. You just don't have the physique for that. And we know you've lost your heads. And Liverpool haven't lost ours. And it could have been very easy for Curtis Jones to react and lose his head as well. But he realized, ah, I got. The elder senior players who look after me and protect me. And they did that. They did just that. And uh, Ronaldo got a yellow card. Uh, Fred got a yellow card for a tackle. Uh, Luke Shaw got a yellow card because we were just cooking that side. And yeah, that, that, that was the greatest first half performance I've ever seen at Old Trafford. From Liverpool. Usually... Man United versus Liverpool is a game based on high emotion, but when it comes to match quality, it's always very narrow or fine margins. Um, but this time, we just blew Man United away and it was practically game over in 45 minutes. Like, what do you need to say anymore after that halftime speech? What does Klopp tell uh, the boys after 4-0? You just say, keep it professional. I can't fault anyone. I don't think no, not a single Liverpool player had a bad game. Keita had the greatest first half performance I've ever seen in a Liverpool shirt. Even though, yes, there was times where he may have given the ball away once or twice, similar to Atletico, where defensively he switched off a little bit. But overall, on the ball, this was the greatest Naby Keita first half performance I've ever seen. And I think he knows he's hitting that that stride now. When you know you're starting games and you're scoring. That just it just provides new confidence to you, and it's something now that our midfielders are adding goals and assists to their game. That's making Liverpool more frightening. If anything, I guess not since ha- not having Genie Wijnaldum anymore, Liverpool in midfield are more volatile in terms of ball progression because this is like the 
I think the twelfth or thirteenth game in a row where uh we've scored at least three or more goals and Liverpool scored four in the first half at Old Trafford, which is very unheard of, which is very um it's very rare you hear moments like this. Um So yeah, so second half was just about preserving um being professional again and Liverpool started the second half exactly at the first. And you saw, um, and there were some cutaways at halftime where you saw at least 5,000 Man United fans walk out the stadium at halftime. At least 5,000. At least. Um, to beat the traffic or whatever. But yeah, Liverpool started the second half exactly at the first. And then there was a breakaway moment where Liverpool were in on goal again. 50 minutes in. Salah's one-on-one against the Gea. Chips the ball. Does a low chip over the gale. Ball goes bottom corner. 5-0 Liverpool. Mohamed Salah hat-trick. He's the first... Uh, he's the first player... He's the first Premier League player away from home to get a hat-trick at Old Trafford. Um, he's the second player to get a hat-trick ever at Old Trafford since Ronaldo against Man United in 2002-2003. The original Ronaldo. Not... not Portuguese Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo. The stats Salah keeps breaking is frightening. 107 goals, 11 Premier League goals, 10 Premier League goals, 10 so 10 goals in a row, 10 games in a row and you score every single game. The stats are frightening. This Mohamed Salah is so much scarier than 17-18 cuz he's a complete and so, like I said before in previous podcasts He's so much better than 17-18 because he's more refined now. 17-18, he scored 44 goals, which is great. But there were still times where he was missing lots of chances. And I'll never, ever forget that. But this Salah, you give him a chance, he's scoring. He, he doesn't need two or three wasted chances to score. He just instinctively knows where that goal is every single time. Um, and then about five minutes after that, Pogba, who came on as a sub in the second half, produces a nasty tackle over Naibi Keita. Keita, it looking like it could be ankle ligament damage. It was really bad injury. Um, at, at first, Anthony Taylor gave him a yellow card, but then um, he go he goes to the VAR monitor, has a second look, and decides he made the wrong decision. And changes that decision to a red card. Paul Pogba, who came on after just 10 minutes, comes straight back off and gets sent off. Um, And yeah, and Liverpool with 5-0, 10 men, is almost as if they turned it into a training session by just looking after the ball, protecting the ball. Naby Keita come off, had to come off on a stretcher. So again, our midfield options are looking depleted. With the Fabinho knee injury, Milner injured, which is understandable. You're 36, you've played like the last three, you've started the last three games in a row. Um, And now we're down to just Jones, Henderson and Chamberlain, who came on as a sub. Uh, Yeah, so... I don't know who we're going to play on Wednesday against Preston. Maybe you see Curtis Jones play against 
Preston, Chamberlain, Preston. Maybe you see one of the academy boys. But anyway, um, after that five 0 we just passed the ball to death. Um, there was a time where Konati was caught, kind of caught out of position. Ronaldo picks up the ball, shoots, scores, but then VAR saw that the through ball that when Konati stepped off off his line, he managed to get Ronaldo offside, and then that goal doesn't count, which is met with huge elation from Liverpool fans. Um, and then yeah, Man United just played with their heads down, boy. I've never seen such an abysmal form Manchester United side like this. I've this is and no Liverpool fan has ever witnessed this level of domination at Old Trafford, ever, ever. I was just the the levels. I was so so like the amount of dopamine in my system watching this dominance for ninety minutes, like. I, I I was in the I was in that pub, just cheesing like wow. Look at the golfing class between the team I support and the team I hate the most, Manchester United. The golfing class is actually ridiculous, ridiculous. Like, and yeah, we done. And then our final sub Jota came. No, Firmino came off. Mane came on. Who would have been gutted? That he didn't even get to stat pad and add more uh, and, and get a goal and assist at Old Chatfield for himself. But the game was literally just Liverpool passing the ball to death and Man United not being able to do anything about it because as soon as they try and half press, Liverpool quickly found an opening in 3 4 passes. And that's the difference between <clears throat> elite coaching and a coach that doesn't know he that doesn't have an infrastructure that doesn't have a philosophy off the ball. You can see what Jurgen Klopp and Pep Linders have implemented with this Liverpool team in the past three years, um, where you can just progressively tell the tactical nuance is so so astronomically apart. Like it's actually embarrassing for Ole. It's embarrassing. And I and yes, Liverpool won the game five nil. Um, we are still second, we're one point behind Chelsea, but our goal difference, incredible now. Our goal difference is uh, is, is superb. Um, we're still unbeaten in the Premier League. Miami Salomon in the match, he gets a hat trick as well. Um, Jurgen Klopp done these fist pumps as well at Old Trafford. Another iconic moment, bro. Like. There's so much to unpack, and I probably I I probably forgotten to mention other little things that's happened during the game, um, but yeah, would that is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's last game in the Premier League? Probably, probably I think so. I, I he should not be employed after that game. I wish he stayed. I wish if Man United are stupid enough to still keep him. Then by all means keep him, I guess. But I've never seen a dejected Man United like that. And also Alex Ferguson was in the crowd. Kenny Dalglish in the crowd. Alex Ferguson fuming and 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 uh Kenny Dalglish smiling in elation. Two legendary Scotsmen for different reasons, um, with contrasting moods. Um, yeah, it was just so much to unpack. I have not even watched the interviews yet. I haven't even watched the post-match analysis. I know Gary Neville was on commentaries and was constantly fuming. 
about how bad this Man United team is. Um, and yeah, this is what a peak. And this is not even that's not even Liverpool's best performance, by the way. This it was so dominant, but not Liverpool's best performance because it never they never forced us to just uh, to find some creativity. It, it was almost partially given to us. Um, the second goal, especially where the Maguire and Matonahe just have clashed together and created an opening for us, but it was so easy to open up Man United. It was I I guess Liverpool couldn't even believe how easy it was. It was actually easy, but we were so ruthless. We could have been more ruthless. I would have loved it to have been 7-0, not 5-0. 5-0 makes it sound like they just had the standard bad day. But it was almost as if um, if we had scored the 6th or 7th, they would have definitely sacked Ole. With 5-0, it's like a respectable bad result. Whereas 6-0 is embarrassing, 7-0 is embarrassing. But even their whole performance was embarrassing. Um... And yeah, but I don't know what to say really. I, this is half half an hour in, so I usually try and keep this podcast on half an hour. What a performance, Jurgen Klopp! I thank you, Liverpool Football Club. I thank you, um, for that such iconic moment and the fans, supporters, the legends. We'll, we'll never ever forget this day. I I've never felt this happy watching Liverpool. I can't lie, since probably. Since probably the time we won the Champions League or since Barca's second leg, that kind of elation where we're just like, wow, you, we blew away a team. But with Liverpool versus Barcelona, we had to be perfect to beat that game. But the emotions are still kind of the same. This one is like pure elation because it's like your most hated rival team historically who have always gotten one over you over the years but this decade the last five the last three to five years has just been all Liverpool and hopefully that's a trend that continues in the the in the 2020s so yeah um thank you guys for listening to LFC reactions wow what a fucking day what an episode um let me know what you think my twitter is k-o-t-e-k-k-e-r-double-z feel free to follow that one um our next performance is against Preston away on Wednesday. We will heavily rotate for that game because we barely have midfielders. And we barely and yeah, Salah will get his rest. Maybe Mane will play against that. Maybe, maybe we might even play Mane. Um, I yeah maybe. Uh, and then Minamino and Origi will play. Play maybe Cade Gordon will play. Um, I would. Maybe a Liverpool player from the under-23s will play. We need to get a couple of the youth academy to play in this Preston game. I think Henderson Henderson needs a rest. We Henderson needs a rest. We need to give... Um, I think Chamberlain will start. We might start Curtis Jones just to help his match fitness, but I don't think he'll play the... I think he'll only play a half. Uh, Tomiscus will probably play. Gomez will definitely play. Canati might play again. Um... Nico Williams will play and Kelleher will play. But yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the reactions. Wow, what a day. Fuck you, Man United. What a result. 5-0 away at Old Trafford. A memorable day. I'll never ever forget this day. Um yeah, thank you guys for listening. <laughs>